Well, as we are trucking along, we're about what halfway, a little more than halfway now, as at the uh, podcast it would be this morning in the month of April. And it's coming real fast, these midterms. And a lot of people in our community have been speaking up and speaking out about, you know, Biden and the Democrats. But there was some interesting articles that came out and just some things that I want to point out out of two. So there was an article out of the Washington post uh, written by a Jennifer Rubin. And, you know, I, I wanted to read all through that. And I did, it was the same old, same old about, you know, they're acknowledging that the Democrats are in trouble in this article. Definitely they're acknowledging that they're saying, well, the Republicans thinking they can get the black vote, but they don't really do anything for black people. I mean, no different than the Democrats, but that's not really what I want to talk about. At least in the first part here, there was one section in her whole article that said this, that I wanted to focus on. She says, if black voters stay home, comma, the midterms could turn into a route. I'm going to repeat that again. If black voters stay home, the midterms could turn into a route. They fear us staying home. They fear that more than us doing a protest vote. Cause they know that the majority of us is not, going to do a protest vote. They, they know this, they know, they know, they know. So, but they do know that people can sit it out. They can sit at home, relax their nerves and not worry about the Democrat party whatsoever. And if you know that black people are feeling that way where they may sit it out and not give you any kind of, um, votes whatsoever, why do y'all as Democrats have this if them policy toward black people? Because that's exactly what you have. You have a policy where you do for everybody else and you have like an attitude where you like, well, if them, I ain't got to do nothing for them. I'm not going to do nothing for them. And they still going to vote for us. Now there's one part in this article um, that talked about something else. They say that while Republicans may have limited saliency with black voters, Voting is not a binary choice that voters can always stay home. It says evidence during the 2020 democratic primary and say black voters are intensely pragmatic voters. It's an early Pew re, uh, survey found that the plurality of black Americans describe themselves as moderates. They also express high levels of religiosity. It said that's not a profile that aligns with the far left. So once again, she's talking about, voters can always stay home. And how do we start off? If black voters stay home, the midterm could turn into a route. They fear that. So, you know, if you think about the Democrat party and if you looked at them like a business, right? What business would totally ignore the group of people that support the business the most? Any person who who is a CEO would say that would be so asinine to ignore and, and just not do nothing for the people that support your business and do everything you can for people that you're trying to get new people into the business, but don't take care of the ones you got. 
which you, the first priority is take care of the people you got first, the people that's going to show up to you first. Once you make sure they're good and they're on the top of your priority list and you keep them happy, then you go to the other people. And that way, when you go to the other people, your, your base and supporting your business will not have a word to say. So the Democrats run the worst business strategy ever. If you looked at it in business, right? But a lot of black folks are mad. They're very, very upset. Now let me, let me take it to our sister here. We have a sister by the name of Roshan Knowles. Now she says something in the New York times that I wanted to home in on. Now this sister is from Gary, Indiana. Now Roshan is 42 years old. She is a cosmetologist and she was taking a break at the Bill Cole barber shop. She summed up how the confirmation hearings would play as she considered her vote this fall. She says she had felt despair as an accomplished black woman was interrogated by white senators who she believed lacked judge Jackson's intellect and poise. Now, no matter how some people feel about Katanji, I saw the way they were treating her, which we ex- kind of expected that, right? We expected that. Um, they were rough on her. I ain't gonna lie. But some instances, you know, the two instances that really threw me off with her was they asked her, you know, well, what is a woman? And she couldn't answer that. That's That was very troubling. And then they was asking her about, you know, the, the sentences that she had put out there against people who violate children. And she couldn't really have a good response for that either outside of some of the things that they were doing. But this, this is what happened. This is what happened right here. Okay. So she says, and I quote to be in a room full of white people asking her questions about where she learned, what she learned and what is she capable of? You know, you say it didn't sit well with me. Miss Knowles said they say, she should have been treated as a white man would have been treated. You said, but this is the, but what our sister says here, she says vaccine mandates cost her a job as a property manager for housing authority. And she refused to get the shot. The sister lost her job due to Joe Biden's mandates because she refused to put something in her body. She felt that wasn't right. Now she says stimulus checks kept too many people out the workforce. She said, and Biden, he hasn't been doing anything. What has he done? And that is what a lot of black people are saying. He hasn't been doing anything and make, let's, let's add to it. He hasn't been doing anything for black people. Oh, cause he's been doing other things for other people like the Ukrainians and all the other ones. What has he done? He has not done anything for black people and black people are saying that now continuing. This is what the sister said. Ms. Knowles said she was leaning toward voting Republican this fall as she did in 2020 when she voted for Donald J. Trump after voting for Hillary Clinton four years before and Barack Obama twice. Do you realize, and and I'm telling y'all, y'all think it's a far off what I'm telling y'all. Y'all think it's far fetched. There's a lot of black people that was vote all their life. Hardcore Democrat. 
their whole life. And I'm seeing more and more black people, men and women talking about they're going to vote Republican to teach the Democrats a lesson. And you have some that say, I'm just going to sit it out, but I'm starting to see more and more come up saying, I'm going to teach them a lesson. I'm going to show them and say, they think they got our vote like that. They're pissing us off. We watching them give everything to everybody else, but, but we get nothing. We get nothing at all. And don't you think that even with the California reparations commission with, with why they pushing that now? Cause they've signed the bill almost two years ago, but now they're pushing the commission. I'm not, I'm not silly to what, what, what they, the Democrats are trying to do in California. Okay. And don't be surprised if other Democrat states start talking about reparations commissions because they trying to do anything they can to get black folks back in line to vote. The only way that the Democrats can get black folks in line to vote, they have to literally cut the reparations checks. That'd be the only way that would work. And then reparations is, is such a big topic. That reparations has to be more, like I said, first to check. It has to be the check. But if you, if you said, Phil, what would be reparations to you? Reparations definitely going to be cash payments, a hundred percent and land allotments. That's for sure. Because there's a lot of people's family that lost land a lot, but, but it has to be the check. But on top of that, you know, it has to be also fundamental changes in America too, you know, in, in law and, and a lot of things that happens in the banking system. There's a lot of things that have to be changed for sure uh, that I would look at to say, Hey, let's fix this situation because every major bank has been accused and proven to discriminate against black people in the area of business when they're trying to get business loans and when they're trying to get uh, uh, home loans, which is very, very important or even personal loans. You understand what I'm saying? So with this situation here with our sister here is saying that she has been so disgusted. How, how did you take a, 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 a black voter who has voted twice for Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton in 2016? Okay. How did she go and vote Donald Trump in 2020? In spite of everything that was going on, George Floyd, you remember that was going on prior to the election, all of that. Breonna Taylor, all of that stuff was going on and she still turned around and went vote, uh, 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 Donald Trump in 2020. And, and what the Democrats do and what makes it worse, they try to demonize black people for their voter choices. If you don't vote for them, they bully you. They try to shame you for, for, for choosing to vote outside of them. And what's starting to happen as I'm seeing that bullying is not working anymore to get black people in line. The reason why that bullying is not working to get black people in line is because the Democrats are so bad and they're so blatant in what they're doing to black people. Even your most hardcore Democrat blue bleeding Democrat in the black community are saying, Hey, wait a minute. Hold on, man. They don't do crap for us. Like what are they doing? They watching all this money go to Ukraine. They, that, that boy, they, they, they got an open checkbook to Ukraine. They give them weapons. They give them money. They, oh boy, it's just, it, it's, it's a free for all. But, but, but when it comes to black folk, I ain't got nothing for you. I, you know, but Hey, come out and vote. Now we're going to spend $30 million, you know, to advertise, to get black people out there to vote. Come on out there and vote 2022, you know? Save democracy, black people save democracy. You know, we, we can't, we can't let old Herschel Walker get in there. 
you know, save democracy. You know, I still laugh about that. You, you, you afraid of Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker. That's the last person I'm afraid of at this point is Herschel Walker. Then you got Biden up there literally has handlers. They're literally controlling everything that he's doing. Who's to say that Obama is not behind the scenes out there uh, 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 trying to control things and, and, and push what he wants to push like a third term for him. Cause we you know talked about in the last podcast and you see in the last podcast and many of you have already said this, that Biden is dealing with a, a, a issue he's dealing with. And I really believe that Biden is dealing with dementia. I really believe that because I've never seen a president where people are have handlers like that. I've never seen that. I didn't see that with Trump. I didn't see that with Obama. I didn't see that. I didn't see that with Bush. Didn't see that either. But this one, literally they handling him. He said, he going to do something and say, no, 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 he ain't going to do that. Like they turn around and like just to speak up for him. Like he's not the president of the United States. I've never seen this before in all the years I've been living and seeing presidents in this country. But, but, but black folks are tired of the F them policy that the, that the Democrat party has toward us. And listen, it don't matter Democrat party, how many people you give money to the shields. It don't matter if you give money to Keisha Lance bottoms. It don't matter if you give money to joyless Reed. It don't matter. Right. It don't matter if you give money to Boule Martin. It don't matter who you give money to. You can't fix the problem throwing money at them. You would do better taking that money. You want to throw at all these, these talking heads and th- that, that work for you and actually dealing with black people as a community and as a whole, you understand, but you still follow this old playbook and you're going to see with this midterms that is not going to work. It's not going to work whatsoever. You must deal with black people on the issues that black people want you to deal with them with. The same uh, uh, executive orders and money and everything else that you're doing. And you had the opportunity, Democrat Party. You had an opportunity. When you did that COVID-19 hate crime bill, you had every opportunity to put black people on that bill too. And you did not do that whatsoever. If you would have done that, Democrat Party, you would have had black support. I promise you, if black people say, oh, man, now we're getting protected. You know, oh, this is cool. Democrats are actually doing what they're supposed to do. They're actually showing up for us, right? But you did not do that whatsoever. When we black people talk about, hey, you're not doing nothing for us. Yes, we did. We did the American Rescue Plan. That's for everybody. What are you talking about? Black people say, you ain't do nothing for us. What you talking about? We did child tax credit. You got that, didn't you? That's not for black people. That's for everybody. When we talk about things, they want to bring up everybody things. Hey, you didn't do nothing for black people. Yes, we did. We did the infrastructure bill, infrastructure, infrastructure, roads, bridges, internet, water, you know, okay. That's, that's something that the government's supposed to be doing. That's not doing something for black people specifically. You understand? They don't have no wins in their column. They could say we got the black support. It don't matter what they do. And the thing is they don't even want to talk to black people. I'm talking about the real black people or those in the grassroots black media. They don't want to talk to us at all because they don't want to be questioned. None of them, none of them want to be questioned. What are you going to do for black people? Period. I will talk to any of them. I will be nice to them. I will be cordial with them. I won't disrespect them, but I'm going to ask them the hard questions that they don't want to answer. But for black people, 
You know, this Jamie Harrison, why he don't go around talking to black people. You want the black vote, but you don't want to go actually talk to black people. And I'm not, when I mentioned joy reading them, that's safe spaces for them. They're not going to ask no hard questions for them. And, and this using the Republicans and saying, Oh, well, the Trump, you know, you can't use Trump boogeyman. It doesn't work anymore. If you have our sister here that voted for Trump in 2020, you can't really use Trump. He ain't on the ballot this time. And I know y'all mad about that because y'all was hoping that some, some Trump or something could be on there. So y'all have something to talk about. And Trump didn't even say he's going to run. He didn't say it. He say, I may, I may not. He, he said, I don't know. So that's messing with y'all too, because if he would actually open his mouth to say that he's going to run, y'all be like, Oh yeah, see, Ooh, we can't have Trump in there. Oh, we gotta, you know, they, they need Trump. The Democrats need Trump so bad right now, but they, because they know that some black folks for sure are running a frenzy, scared of Trump at this point what Trump Trump really didn't make any policies that hurt black people. If you think about it, what did he actually create? What did he create now? Crying bill, Joe, all this crime that's going on, which is, is his fault. It's his fault because of the, the policies that he's been putting out has released all this crime. You know, of course he's going to try to come up with a crime bill. He good for that coming up with this crime bill and try to start another, uh, uh, mass incarceration of black people. But what we're going to do is always stand against any kind of bill that they have out there to, to hurt black people. You understand? Because the crime is just out the roof right here in Houston. It's so much crime going on right now. I'm like, wow, what in the world going on in Houston? Everybody's stealing these catalytic converters off of cars. Every day, somebody getting shot, getting this, getting that. Cause you now I got the, the news apps on my phone. I say, what has happened to Houston all of a sudden, you know, and this crime going on everywhere. It's not just, um, Houston It's everywhere. People losing their freaking minds in this country. And what are the Democrats doing about that? Nothing. Matter of fact, they did a survey and black people said that crime is in, in violence right now is the top of their list. And also inflation too. I mean, the Democrats got all these gas prices so freaking high right now due to their policies, right? They, they, they got the inflation high black folks already suffer. They said on average black folks, well, just everybody, but we talking about black folk. We're going to have to pay an extra $455 a month due to inflation already on top of their bills. And black folks are, and most people in America living paycheck to paycheck. You can't have an additional almost $500 dumped on you due to inflation. Food is high. Gas is high. Uh, uh, just regular goods and services is high. Even supplies like cake supplies. My wife was telling me that shortening that she used when she's making her cakes for her business, how shortening just went the hell up. Everything just went up. And for what? Cause everybody was sitting in the house for what lockdown and everything else. You mean to tell me everything just skyrocketing now and, and the federal government won't get a hold of that. The federal government could put a law in to, to get that inflation down tomorrow if they want to, but they don't do it. They, cause they don't care. They don't care. And the Democrats is the one that's in charge and black people see this. See, you can't use all the, look at the Republicans. Look at this. Look at that. People say, look at my wallet. Look at them. Look at the prices. Look at the freaking gas. What are you talking about? So black people not showing up at the polls for you, whether they sit it out or they vote Republican. That's still not showing up to the polls for you either. Or I say, Let's make that happen. Let's make it happen. I agree with that hundred percent. Let's, let's make 
that midterms turn into a route, as that Jennifer Rubin said. Let's let's make that happen, ladies and gentlemen. We got to do that. And in 2024, we got to do that again. Because I already know what's going to happen. I, I can predict it because I know the Democrats. They're very abusive to black people. When black people not give them the vote, either by sitting it out or voting Republican, they're going to get real nasty to black people. Real, real nasty. They, they're going to have, you know, Boulé Martin going crazy and Joy Reid going crazy and talking down to us. Oh, boy. I remember, you remember when Trump won and how they just talked down to black people? Oh, boy. They talked to black people just real, real greasy. You remember that? Back, back when, when uh, Trump won in 2016? That's going to happen again. That, that is going to happen again. But bl- the new black people that are here today, the black representation matters don't mean anything if they're not doing nothing for black people. So you're wasting your time putting the black face representing white supremacy. It's a waste of time. The Congressional Black Caucus, that's full of black representation matters, meaning black faces that represent white supremacy. See, black folks, once again, we're bringing that up. They thought that, well, you listen, we get somebody that look like us from our community, they'll fight for us. And in theory, that's that would be right. And in theory, that works in every other community, actually. But in our community, the white supremacists say, no, 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 no. I'm going to hand pick you, uh, the black people that, that, that you can have representing you understand. I'm going to put the money behind them. I'm going to sabotage candidates. That's actually going to fight for your community. I'm going to do that. And I want to make sure they black faces, you know, I'm a paying pretty good and everything. I'm gonna give them some access and then I'm then, um, but they're not going to do nothing for you, but they're going to make sure to vote for everything for my community. We talking about the, the, the Mazungu community. We're going to make sure they vote for everything we say for immigration. I mean, everything they, we talk about, they're going to vote for that, but they're not going to vote nothing for you as black people. And that's, we tell them, okay, you can do something for black people this time because it's politically expedient that we do something for black people now, but they're not even trying to do nothing for you now. So, yeah, black folks definitely need to not give a single vote to the Democrat party. I don't care if you sit it out. I don't care if you vote Republican either way. They don't need our votes. They didn't do nothing for us. They have a F them policy. And you see that in their actions. You see it in their actions. You just had the brother, uh, a Congolese brother. They got literally executed by a race soldier. What happened to that, that, uh, George Floyd bill? What happened to that ending qualified immunity? Democrats didn't do nothing. Two years in office, and we had a, a black man get his brains blown out, shot in the back of his doggone head. And the Democrats been in there for two years, and ain't done nothing about it. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So why the hell should we give our votes to y'all? That, that, that's, that would be so dumb to do that at this point. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the podcast. We greatly appreciate you stopping by. Make sure you subscribe. Um, because when you subscribe, you know exactly posting another podcast and make sure you click the like button. It's very, very important that you do so. Um, spreads the videos and the algorithm. And you know, as we also ask as well, that if you enjoy the uh, programming, make sure you give a love offering through cash app is great. You know, because Cash Out, we get all of it 100%. All you can do, Super Chat, that's great too. We would greatly appreciate it. Or after you watch the broadcast, you can do the Super Thanks. We're happy about that too. Anyway, we will we, we'll greatly appreciate you supporting the grassroots black media. We don't have, 
the big time uh, corporate sponsors, but Hey, if enough people support us in the community, that's all we need. So once again, we appreciate you stopping by and see you next time.